great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Five, four, three. Hello, everyone. My name is Trent, but most of you know me as IT Guy, and welcome back to the Blockchain Gaming Podcast. In this episode, I'm debuting the video format of the podcast, which will be uploaded to my YouTube channel, which is brand new. I'm excited to be doing this podcast today with none other than the number one coin hunt world player in the world, Block Boy. How's it going, man? Going good. Thanks for having me. Good, good. I mean, as of right now, this will be live on your Twitch, um, but other people, for those of you interested, you can you can hit the YouTube afterwards if you if you miss it. So, yeah. So let's just run through some of the uh, accomplishments. Let's say you've done. Uh, through this game it's a pretty big list here but um, you know <laughs> to be frank you know uh, you're the number one player on the leaderboards everybody can see that everybody knows that number one global I think right now I might be fifth global but yeah the monthly changes but yeah number one all time so that's where it cool. matters exactly my most matters. proud accomplishment if you will yeah you were the first person to open a purple vault as well which if people haven't seen that video um, it's epic and I'm sure we'll get into that, but yeah, the, the purple vault as well. Thank you. And obviously a very popular streamer, um, you know, that, that just speaks for itself. And recently the first person to open the red vault, their boosted red vault this month in LA. I, I, no. So I was the first one to open the boosted red vault during the USA event. Oh, um, right. Right. It was at the Disney concert hall and we did a little, a mini gathering with some LA hunters there, which was really cool. I was the first one to just open the most recently completed yellow vault in LA, which is at yep. the Staples center. Yeah. So that was the one that we just did um, on Tuesday, which was really cool. Had another little small gathering of LA hunters. Um, five of us there that time, hoping to, you know, summon a fire obelisk or a monolith rather but uh no such luck so we'll give it another shot here next week awesome yeah um i'm trying to do the same thing over here um so uh that brings us to the next point here it's where are you from and where do you hunt um i i know this personally but why don't you just run it down for the viewers sure and listeners. um for anybody who's not familiar uh, i am from los angeles i hunt all over in all of the fruitful grounds that los angeles has mm -hmm. to offer so primarily that's hollywood um los feliz the mid wilshire area of la uh the santa monica boulevard strip that kind of heads out towards santa monica but runs into beverly hills first um so those are some of my primary hunting areas uh so pretty much just all of these areas of los angeles that have been built up by all the local hunters right on and so do you set a particular amount of time you go out to hunt each day and how much time is that um, so that's a good question. People ask me that a ton, right? Because yeah. obviously you have to play a lot to, you know, to be number one, right? And, mm -hmm. and anybody who makes a run at the global leaderboards usually has a new perspective of what that requires mm -hmm. by the time that they're done with their endeavor. So it, it, it's pretty obvious, right? That to compete, you have to play a ton, but I don't actually have a set amount of time that I play in any given day. 
Um, my goal is I want to try to play every day, right. Mm -hmm. To some degree. Now that not might not mean that I have a dedicated hunt where I'm going to spend a few hours with the, you know, with the intention of hitting one of my familiar routes or loops and getting everything that's available. So like, that's a plan day. And those days like that are usually four hours or more. So if I'm doing like a really dedicated hunt where, um, you know, it's planned out and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go here, then here, then here. I know about how long it takes based on how much time I have. So if I have, if I only have an hour, I mean, I can just hit sunset in Hollywood, which is like the, the closest kind of like densest small loop that's quick and easy to get. And the more time I have, the further out, I can extend that. Cause you know, Hollywood and sunset go further than just in Hollywood, you know, sunset oh, yeah. Boulevard goes all the way downtown LA. So I, I sometimes extend my hunt all the way into Los Angeles proper, like downtown area, which is really cool because it's growing all the time. Oh, but, yeah. um, so anyhow, to, it's really like a non-answer to, to the question, um, anywhere from, you know, just briefly while I'm going from A to B, if I have a busy day outside of the coin hunt world, which, um, I often do, but if I have, I mean, I have a lot of flexibility. So, um, towards the end of the month, I mean, I'll dedicate, I'll, I would literally change my agenda to allow for me to yeah. go ham mm -hmm. on those last few days of the month. I think we and can so those might be like, to that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I might be <laughs> like eight hours, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on the final day, it's like go time. I mean, I'll get up early and just be like, grind time all the way until close of business on the last day right so midnight utc mm -hmm. and uh so anyhow yeah yeah and i think we chatted about this a little bit but um do you have a particular favorite time you like to hunt because i know we we chatted a little bit and we like to go early morning and yep. then yep. Uh, yeah yeah so so my favorite time is off is all all kind of based around like la's traffic though also so <laughs> You know, um, right. early morning and late evening are the absolute best times because that's when you have the least competition um, for traffic. And for a long time during the pandemic, when like there was nothing going on, the streets of L.A. were it was a far cry from what you see now or what people think of as typical L.A. traffic. Um, so it was great. But now that things have kind of resumed somewhat to normal, the traffic has as well, which is a little bit of a bummer. Um, and for a player like me, where the metro LA area is very massive, right? So some people don't understand how much geographic area Los Angeles, you know, takes up. Um, so you couldn't like, so I have to use my car to get from, you know, downtown to Los Feliz to Santa Monica, you know, like this morning, I, spoiler alert, uh, my next um, immersive hunt where I did a handheld with the, with the gimbal, I went and did the Santa Monica pier, dropped a little bit of resin in their yellow vault or their crane rather. It's not a yellow mm -hmm. vault yet, but so anyhow, Santa Monica is a full, you know, it's a 40 minute drive. Right. So, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're competing, if you're, if I'm trying to squeeze a lot of hunts in one day and I'm doing it at like change over time, not the best time. Right. So going right around 5 PM Pacific yeah. time is like the worst time to hunt in terms of traffic, but it's changeover. So mm. sometimes you'll find yourself like, Oh, I only have two hours. So maybe I'll go this close loop and I'll do it at four and then it will reset and I'll hit it and double up at five, something like that. But there's just so many different strategies that you can do. And I use different ones all the time. Yeah. Same, same. Um, so how did you actually get into coin hunt world and how did you find this game? Yeah, good question. This is a good one. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's it's one of my favorite questions, right? Because um, 
everybody found our way here somehow, you know, and everybody's got a different story and everybody had a different level of familiarity with crypto before they started. Right. Some people may have already been investors who have made that decision to part ways with their fiat dollars for this (laughs) digital currency. Right. Other people might have gotten their very first Satoshi through this game. Right. So anyhow, for me, um, I was already into crypto and because of that fact a, a very, uh, person who's near and dear to my heart knew about one, I like crypto and two that I'm super into games. Um, I love games. And, uh, so princess hyena was like, I think I heard of a game that's like right in your wheelhouse. Um, and she told me about it and I was like, that sounds awesome. So I tried to like get right in, uh, but I was iOS. So when I had found out about it, it was the very beginning, right? This brand new game, Oh, it's only available for Android. Oh, your iOS, here's our waiting list. Mm-hmm. So we signed up to be like on some waiting list or something like that. And then waited until it was released on iOS. And then she reached out to me again when she got like the notification, like, Hey, it's ready now for iOS and told me how to get it. And then after that, it was like, you know, I mean, I didn't immediately, immediately fall in love with the game mm-hmm. the way that I love it now. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. The concept was cool. It was very bare bones if you played in the beginning, but mm-hmm. I quickly became uh, very fond of the game. <laughs> right on. And I think uh, I think the, I think the attraction to the game really ramps up once you've you know built one to two or three user vaults of your own already, and you know you've put down your HQ. I think that's when it really starts to take off after you know thirty thousand resin or something like that. So it's, it's a little it's a little bit of a grind at the beginning there, but totally totally worth it right absolutely the uh it's it's weird because in the beginning it was like there wasn't as much going on so it was just mm-hmm. kind of simple there's way less faults you just knew where they were you went and grabbed them you know maybe you found some new ones while you're out and about you'd open the game up when you were traveling around because you know that that's how it works yeah but it, it wasn't like this at least for me it wasn't like it is now where it's like this is your this is my guide and you know what I mean? It's like leading you to where you're going and you have it open at all times. Like somebody mentioned in the discord, how, um, how it was funny that they went somewhere and didn't hunt. And they were like, it was like sacrilegious to not have my phone open. Cause you, you know, if you travel from here to here, you're like, what did I miss? <laughs> so that's that's actually a great point because i noticed myself using it as a gps <laughs> like, like i don't open google maps anymore i just open coin hunt world it's where the streets are You're like hey i don't need it to tell me turn by turn i just need a map exactly yeah <laughs> exactly funny all right why don't we get into one of the biggest topics that's been buzzing around okay um obviously we have version one out which came with you know some some ui tweaks yeah just, just a little bit of a colorful I, yeah. I don't know really what was added but it wasn't a lot done um no but i the, i think the subtle changes that were done were cool right so yeah. the first thing i think that you notice is that when you go to your uh, inventory and hit your cubies tab the the icon and the cubie themselves is a little bit bigger mm-hmm. right so i thought that was cool and then um i think they should do that to all the all the tiles, all the icons that you can, right? Because yeah. other now that they've made that bigger, other inventory pages are like, oh, that, so tiny. that should be bigger, yeah. yeah. And then when you go to, um, what was the other thing? The backdrop. Leaderboards. The backdrop yeah. and the leaderboard, yeah. It was like a little bit more detail in the graphics in 
the little stage that the QB stands on mm -hmm, in the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. I noticed that change. And then, you know, just 1.0. So I guess that marks the, you know, the first year maybe because we mm -hmm. hit, you know, one year deep. Now they're at 1.0. So then maybe all of this year's updates are one point something. Yeah. I, I, like, I like that theory. Yep. Yeah. Um, and obviously this update, you know, it's the first year anniversary. It came with the elemental. Well, the elemental right. invasion came a little bit after. We're now, what, halfway through. Let's just. Halfway how's through the invasion. Going? Yeah. yeah how, how's it been going for you so far? <laughs> um, it's going. It's <laughs> so. I, I mean, you know, for one, there's so there's like just absolute frenzied speculation on all yeah. these sorts of different mechanics and like almost immediately. And I'm thinking like I've played the game. I mean, when the when the Elemental Invasion started, I was ready at a vault at 5 p.m. Yeah. Yep. and go right so in, yep. until the whole entirety of what i would normally hunt in a day was gone right so i'm yeah. talking into the wee hours of the night yep. and the next morning people were like well this is how it works and i'm thinking how there's no, you have no idea <laughs> so i found myself kind of like getting sucked into it a little bit and being like yeah. what are they sitting and i'm just like yeah. just go hunt right so mm -hmm. so anyhow how's the hunt been going i've been hunting a lot mm -hmm. um and like all epic resources the red crystals are very hard to come by they're not dropping very fast right mm -hmm. um so the idea is like well geez you know you can kind of project if this if after a few days of hunting i think that's enough data to look at your crystal count and be like okay x amount of vaults x amount of crystals mm -hmm. how soon might i get this if i hunt at the same pace right obviously the rng factor can go in your favor or skew low and make it mm -hmm. take even longer but either way it's like a baseline you can make a guesstimate so my yeah. guesstimate was like wow based on how quickly i'm getting red shard or shards red crystals i'm not even going to have enough to paint <laughs> till the very end right and that's if i hunt as much as i've already been hunting which is like so a lot like yeah, we crushed so, the servers yeah the first day i mean i was like <laughs> not even 40 minutes in right i can't yeah. start at five but the other thing too about that is uh other people have like shared what they have and i'm just like man mm -hmm. what's going on like so the i i don't have a ton of hearts i've printed the um all three of the others right so yep. the air the water and the earth right the common was super easy to get the two rares weren't that hard to get mm -hmm. um but you know I, I don't even have the blueprint yet <laughs> which is like people were like i got it the first day said they had it yeah. you know i've opened I mean, you know, what I could do is like look at the amount of crypto I've gained since Monday and like divide by 10 cents ish, right? Like get an okay. average price of what it's been between now and then and you can extrapolate how many vaults because mm -hmm. I don't keep track. I've not, you know what I mean? No. Like I did, you that, can't. Like, I did that like once and was like, okay, <laughs> not doing that again. <laughs> so I applaud the people who keep crazy uh, detailed notes. Stats. Yeah. Stats. Yeah. Um, I want the game to do that. I don't want to have to keep my own stats, but mm -hmm. I could figure out approximately how many vaults I've opened, but it's a ton, mm -hmm. like a ton. And people that I know that haven't opened, I mean, if they opened as many vaults as me, they'd be where I am in the leaderboard. Yeah. Right. So that's part of how I'm like, well, how do they have it so early? Yeah. If they're way down, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. ah, it's random. So I'm not worried about that because if it takes to the very end, 
to get enough resources to print it. You don't technically need the blueprint right away, but it feels <laughs> good to have it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And there are some on the, uh, on the auction house right now. I think one's yeah. going for a red key. Another one's going for about 700 blues. Um, so that these aren't cheap and it goes to show they're that. Epic. Yeah. And it goes to show that they're rare, right. Or epic. Yeah. Epic they're rarity. Extremely epic. Right. Yeah. The rarity is, is there. I personally don't have it yet either. And yeah. I say yet because, you know, we're halfway going to get it yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we're, ha we're halfway through. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think my overall strategy was, you know, I'm just going to play the game how I play it. For sure. Hit, hit the vaults. That's how you get the blueprint. Right. Yeah. And and I, I figure I'm in the top one percent. I hope. Yeah. And, so you know, you, you can probably get the, the blueprint at least. Right. You might have to get some of the materials later from the resource or from the auction house. Right. So oh, you're man. already seeing some of the resources for these uh, for sale. And I was actually so, you know, it's interesting. This might be the first time that we see the first to print might have obtained some of the resources that they used to print from the auction house. Yeah. That, like would, the, be a, the, that would be a first. Yeah. That would be very interesting. And I think that's probably the way the direction that they wanted or they envisioned when they came out with the auction house. Right. I mean, so there's so many things that the auction house is good for that, you know, you wonder how many things that they specifically entertain and how many of them are just evolutions that, you know what I mean? You might not have yeah. even anticipated because yeah. yes, obviously part of the auction house was like for them to recapture some keys, right? Give people a way to transfer goods. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's always going to be people who couldn't hunt enough or people who, Oh, I was on vacation during that event. So I didn't, <laughs> hunt, but I want that thing. Yeah. And there's going to be people that have more than they need. So, you know, there was, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of like intentional design placed in the auction house. But I think some of these things are maybe just like second order effects. You know, yeah. I don't think that they were like, Hey, when we're doing this first to print thing, let's give people an opportunity to get it without hunting. I don't think that right. that was a, a design, right. but it is a byproduct. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So with this elemental invasion came a new mechanic. So for the people who uh, don't know, I don't know why you wouldn't know this, but <clears throat> there's a new mechanic going on in the elemental invasion where in order to, you know, actually get the all the resources needed to print the QB. Is this a real? Is this speculative? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is real this is real um after solving you know a vault yeah i'll just put it there um you have the chance of spawning a monolith right um and so you you basically go out of your way it's kind of like a in the buddy quest radius you go out of your way to yeah, go out of your way is a good description yeah to go collect <laughs> it i think they wanted to like get you to explore right do more exploring sure the game you know yeah. the purpose of the game is to get out and explore right that mm -hmm. is one core function maybe not the purpose of the game one of the core functions of the game is the you know go out and explore your neighborhood element mm -hmm. and i love that um and buddy quests have actually done the same thing once in a while right. when you land exactly. on a vault you're like i didn't even know that was a vault <laughs> there right so that's cool yeah. and to to that same degree this thing works in a similar fashion but here so you want to know my one of my uh, observations i'd love um, to hear it Every single time I've gotten one, it's behind me. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's never it's the wrong direction. It's yeah. never like, oh, hey, that vault coming up yeah. is now boosted or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's now a monolith. It's like, hey, 14 vaults ago, <laughs> there's something over there. Yeah. So every time I'm like, you know, cruising along and one happens, 
it's just delaying my progress to actually get more crypto on my hunt. Exactly. So it's almost a mechanism where like, obviously the auction house has a 10% fee attached, siphon <laughs> some keys back to the house that way. Uh, yeah. Maybe this mechanic, although it's a cool feature and it's required to get this item that's essential to crafting a new QB, mm -hmm. um, maybe this mechanic also slows you down just mm. a little bit. It definitely does. Right? And there's there's lots of little things to this mechanic. And there's, you know, tons of speculation. People <laughs> think <that> there's <laughs> novels sort of already written in the Discord. <laughs> Completely speculative. Yeah, um, but I don't know about all that. But what we do know about these things is that after you spawn one, they last for an hour. And yeah. everybody on the map can see it. So this yep. essentially you know, makes hunting in groups a lot better because the chances of spawning it are better right. and everybody can see it. Exactly. Um, so that's obviously a brand new mechanic that we've never seen before. You know, so other items on the map. On, on that topic though. So like you mentioned how it's advantageous to hunt in groups because of mm -hmm. this mechanic. And I completely agree. But just to add to that, one of the reasons why it's critical is because although you did mention when it spawns, everybody can see it not everybody gets the indicator that tells yeah. you where it's coming from. So right. only the person who spawns it gets a notification saying that it exists. Yeah. And, and, and that, and again, since it's usually behind you, you got to turn around and find it. So and anybody then, else yeah. who's hunting, you know, facing in the direction away from this monolith and not traveling in that direction is very unlikely to come across it. Right. I've never ran across. I, a I, I, I ran across one today on Santa Monica. Wow. Yep. Nice. It was cool. Nice. It felt like a, it, it felt like finding a $5 bill in your pants after yeah. you wash them. I was like, Oh, <laughs> what have I got? Right on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And it also, it also makes you collaborate, right. With, yeah. with people around you. I've, well, I've now there's a had true to... reason other than doing a buddy quest and coordinating, Hey, you're at yours. I'm at mine. The, the mutual hunt concept has never been something that there was any advantage to in right, the game right. until right now. So I love that. Yeah. I actually thought it was going to be something completely different, which we might talk about in a minute, but this is still cool. Yeah, definitely. And I think it opens up an opportunity for, you know, other events. This mechanic's going to be probably used for the rest of the game. I, yeah. I think that's safe to say that, yeah. you know, after it'll do different things at different times. For sure. For sure. Right. And so uh, a lot, getting back to the monoliths, right? Yeah. Um, you can only spawn one of these at a time. So, not only does you know it spawn behind you but you kind of got to stop hunting for an hour because you can only spawn one of these at a time and they last an hour right yeah i mean yes and no right depending on how much stuff you have to hunt and how long you want your hunt to be <laughs> you may or may not wait right right yeah um but at the very least it does alter a couple things for example if your intention is to spawn a higher tier monolith, which you can only do from what I understand, um, from a green or higher vault, right? Then you might only hit green vaults until you spawn what you were wanting to spawn. And then for that hour where you know you can't do anything, then you go back to hitting blue. Okay. And then when the hour's up, you go switch to, right? So one, you have to take note of when that hour begins, right? Yeah. so that you can then hit green vaults again so that's a pro hunter strategy that one's yeah. for you guys uh pro hunter strategy on how if that's the mechanic to get as many of the higher tier ones as possible because you're not accidentally 
uh, activating a, a monolith on a regular vault, which is going to be like an error or, you know what I mean? A more common one. It might exactly. be rare, but the Epic from my understanding has to come from green or higher. I believe that has been confirmed. Right. And so yeah. here's a rural hunter pro hunter tip. All right. I know that some people hunt alone and I'm sorry, this is not going to apply to you, but anybody who has somebody else to hunt with, take them with you and use that strategy, but everybody does it. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you got three people, you're all going to green vaults. Cause if you're in a rural, you might only have two or three. So each of you goes to the first one, you all hit it. If nothing spawns, go to the next one. Same thing. Nothing spawns, go to the next one. Hey, and if it doesn't spawn, maybe you don't get one that day, but then, yeah. then at least you have all three of you hitting all three of the vaults that could potentially spawn it. So you're giving yourself the highest odds possible to get that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that five of us got together and all hit that yellow vault. And it was like, Hey, what, what happened? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely well, it's, nothing. Funny. it's funny that you mentioned that because throughout this elemental invasion, we've been receiving in-game messages, right? And yeah. these in -game, these in -game growing messages, stronger. What is <laughs> the elemental invasion is growing stronger. now they're just saying, you know, as there is with everything that happens in the game, there's a ton of speculation on what this yeah. means. Right. So right. this could mean, you know, that anything, right. These vaults are, you know, giving better chance or the, or monoliths or have a better chance of spawning, or, you know, even some, a player in the discord had mentioned that maybe this is actually getting harder. That's what this means. But yeah. Uh, growing stronger, more stronger. resistance to your, right. yeah, whatever your agenda is. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything, right. And it doesn't even mean. Great news for a limited time. You can get one month free of spectrum mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. This man has just entered the gas price madness zone, pushed over the edge by skyrocketing gas prices. The remedy? Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Hey, wait a minute. Did you just say there's a free app I can get that'll actually pay me cash back on every gallon of gas I buy? Yes. Escape the gas price madness zone with the Upside app and earn real cash back on every gallon of gas you buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of the theatrics. Just tell me more about this Upside app. Okay. It's super easy. Just download the free app and use it whenever you buy gas. Upside users can earn hundreds of dollars in cash back. Wow. Thanks, announcer guy. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code minute for an extra 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first fill up you can cash out anytime just download the free upside app and use promo code minute for a 25 cents per gallon or more bonus on your first tank i mean like so i know that they've already alluded to the fact that it does it did indicate something mm -hmm. but it, it, it could have even just been nothing was attached to it mm -hmm. right they could have programmed it to be like hey after two days you say this right and then after you know what i mean it just it's just something to for the sake of being in the game like hey the, the events you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it but, did seem like we were getting one a day it right. did seem like that right right so yeah i don't know i want to <laughs> i want to know like 
I know that they were like, Hey, there's this thing and you guys got to, it's a new mechanic. You guys kind of got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that in part was why so many people have such wild, you know, yeah, yeah. attempts. It's, it's solving it so quickly, but maybe they just could do us a solid and like <laughs> sell us a little bit more. <laughs> like, come on guys, <laughs> give us I, a little I, bit to go by. That'll probably be happening in the future, Soon. but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. In, in the past, they've done this a lot, right? Especially uh, touching back on the auction house when that first came out, you know, it was like, you got to figure this out. There's no tutorial to this. There's, there's no tutorial to anything. And it's, exactly. and it's, it's trial and error basically. Right. right. Yeah. So, so, you know, there's a, a lot of mixed opinions about that exact, that very concept. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there are, there is like, it's, it's, you can't please everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's some games that kind of handholds you a little bit and they walk you through it. Or games that are really complicated that they at least show you the basics so that you have the mechanics and you can navigate correctly. I mean, like, let's think about some of the console um, controllers and there's 12 buttons. Like, you got to at least have an understanding. This, yeah. like, like, it's touchscreen. The mm -hmm. user interface is pretty intuitive. You touch stuff that's on your map. It's not, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't take a lot to figure it out. Now, I do agree, though, some of it remains kind of like, you know, nondescript like making your hq like i i hate the fact that mm -hmm. getting a referral is tied to an action in the game that is not intuitive yeah i wonder how many people i've referred that just didn't make their hq within whatever the time frame is where they have to do it in order for that to be a linked referral yeah. you know and um i try not to actually think about the referral system <laughs> anymore because it's like i had such grandiose plans for you know this just massive recruitment and like yeah trust me man if, if ios was on the board i'd have a ton mm -hmm. but the fact that it's not makes it weird so anyways i didn't want to devolve into that no, direction sorry. about uh referrals but um yeah the, the mechanics of the game and the speculation and stuff like that um it's kind of the developer's fault <laughs> for right? sure. so, so they could they could give us more to go by but i yeah. also like that they keep it that was my ultimate point was like i kind of like that they do it that way because mm -hmm. um at the end of the day this is a game that gives people money yeah. right so i saw i saw a hilarious meme i think it was by kevo strings and it said right? something like uh this is the only game where you open up a vault and all you get is nothing but free money Ugh. oh yeah yeah it was it was something like yeah, yeah the only game where you can be upset that when you open a vault all yeah. you got was free money free you're money, like no yeah. resources yeah where's my resin yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's um, brilliant yeah. and then there's and then there's the I, like i love how anytime there's a like there's a point of conflict in any conversation some people their automatic move is to deflect to one far end or the other Mm -hmm. so some people are like i've seen this this is like a camp there's like a little miniature camp within <laughs> world where anytime they bring up something and people are like yeah but that's not something that they care to do they're like yeah and i hate how they act like oh you, you get free money so you can't complain and i'm like mm -hmm. whoever what whoever said that the developers are super open but yeah. they're also super honest mm -hmm. and part of that is being honest about the fact that if your business plan is like hey we're gonna stuff this pinata full of candy and then we're going to gut it and it's just going to trickle candy out and all you guys love candy and you want to rip it wide open and take all the candy at once. But if we do that, the game is over. No more pinata. So, right. So like, let it trickle. <laughs> and what, if they got to sew up the wound that it's flowing from halfway, <laughs> let them do it to keep what everything a, alive. 
what a great analogy there right you know what i mean it's like yo you just gotta like they will slow the the game down the animations are slow intentionally Mm -hmm. there are mechanics that they're going to build into the game like the auction house that takes some of the money back Mm -hmm. like people are going to quickly realize how amazingly awesome we had it in beta (laughs) because if there's a million people playing this game they can't you know i mean obviously with that scaling comes sponsorships and and advertising and a larger budget but it, I just don't, you know, I mean, if they can, they're going to make the rewards more, but I feel like the game will always, even if the rewards are more, the game is always going to have to have things built in that are designed to slow down the user from getting that free crypto. There was an interesting post kind of about that from the developers saying that, um, you know, resin in the future, you know, you, we, we have it lucky now building yeah. user vaults. So we have a discounted user vault right now at 10,000. Right. Right. What so if it, we, yeah. The price could change. The number of slots could change. Yep. Yeah, the cost to unlock a slot could change. Anything in this game could change. And you might look back and be like, wow, you know, I did get a lot of really cool things by burning <laughs> an early adopter. We yeah. got 5,000 free resin just for making an HQ. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like half your upload up, uphold unlock fee. If you look at it that way. And like, even yeah. when they were like, Hey guys, here's the thing to use this wallet and it's 10k like people freaked out about that 10k resin like yeah 10k of that other thing that just you it's just (laughs) it's weird man like i like the game enough to where it would take something really messed up for me to be like whoa yeah what happened to the game yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. these little things that are strategic changes or additional features within the game that just kind of change the whole dynamic to me are so cool to have to fight. I welcome them. Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. To Absolutely. work your way through it. I welcome yeah. them as well. And it's to yeah. me it's fun to adapt to all of the different things because they do change stuff in the game pretty frequently. And I love just the theories that come out of everybody in this community. <laughs> like, I swear, like, dude, I, I, these guys could be doing some other investigative work for, right? for a living, honestly. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> And yeah, and then on the other hand, some people have a lot of analytical pitfalls and you're like, how did you draw that conclusion, sir? Stay away from investigatory practices. Exactly, exactly. All right. I think we've talked a little bit about the mechanics. Yeah. Um, let's just move on to the, the actual QBs that you know have have been introduced. So there's yeah. been four new ones. Right. Um, I don't know if we can even talk about the fire one. Uh, we will, but at least for at least for the the first three, the air, the yeah. water, and the earth one. Um, which one is your favorite? Like aesthetically, which one's looks the best to you? Hmm. I think aesthetically, there's different things I like about um different now, ones. Now so are I'll, the are the QBs gonna be listed above here? Are they above us right now? Uh so <laughs> they they probably can be. Oh well I might, maybe I might maybe 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 right up <laughs> up here. Somewhere. Somewhere like yeah. there. Yeah. So let's go in yeah. order then. Right. Okay, so air, sure. I think air is one of the coolest looking. I love totally. that like a whirling dervish. I love that he's got a lightning bolt. Yeah. Um, that was the first one I got too. And I printed it out. I was yep. like, this is so cool. Yep. And then uh, the second one I got was the earth, which was pretty cool too. And the thing that I like most about the earth one is, uh, is that him? <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I like the most about the earth is that I think they did some really, um, a little bit more like how do we phrase it a little bit more intricate graphic design of the dude himself mm-hmm. um so he has like some neat kind of three-dimensionalness like yeah. where the top layer his head's at and like the foliage or whatever totally. so i like that about him 
And then honestly, I hate to say this, and Basa Kuhn is probably going to be upset because uh, he loves all things water, but yep. I just, I'm not a huge fan of the water. <laughs> one. So the water one, full disclosure, um, was, I, was the third one I got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the third one I got, and the only one that I have not set as an active QB at any point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of showed the other two off because I was like, oh, I'm high up enough, you know, in the leaderboard. Sometimes it's cool to have somebody yep. at the top so that people don't have to scroll very far to find some of these new QBs. Now there's yep. more, but like yep. I got it early. You know, I wasn't the first one, but um, I think I was one of the first ones that was like high enough to where you didn't have to scroll a ton to yeah. find it. Yep. So I was putting them as I was getting them, I would activate them. And then I got the water one and I'm looking at it and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Exactly. right to the auction house for you <laughs> yeah uh, totally I, I think we're on the same page there i'm yeah. i'm the the air one is definitely dope i really like yeah. that one that's My favorite really so cool. far the the earth one i i especially like the animation where he's like yeah the trees yeah. up the trees you know that's really cool too right um the water one, you know, is still it's still all right, but you know, yeah, it's they cool. just they drop four amazing QBs, but three are just super cool. We haven't seen the fire one though, right? That's what's the most interesting, right? And we're halfway through this event, and we have so yet crazy. to see the, the it's, epic. It's most, but that's I the, mean, is this the most rare QB or not the most rare, the most challenging to get? No. So when the Lunar New Year event was going on. Mm -hmm. and the epic was the fire dragon which required yeah. both these fire fire and okay. dragon scales so you get yep. fire and you get dragon scales the dragon scales was the you know the hard item the hard item from that and i remember it taking a long time to get now this is the longest event that we've seen right so I bet that the drop rate was adjusted a little bit to account for that. So it would make it last a little bit longer into the event for that thing to be completed. Um, but it's not that far off from other Epic resources and they're extremely rare drop rates. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was talking to you a little bit about this before the show, but um, just now, just now, um, the developers have released that the number one player has or the number one person with the most fire crystals or going right in fire, right now fire, fire shards is 2300 fire crystals <laughs> so i don't know about you but that's that's a lot more than what i have <laughs> but that's still not even enough to print it right um it's not enough to print it so so ironically that's barely over 75 percent. yeah right and we're four days into the elemental invasion. Yeah. So it's going to take them at least another full day, right? Because like four days worth of hunting got them about three quarters of the way. So mm -hmm. it takes over a day to do one quarter of, you know, if the drop rate is the same or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's, I got to step it up then because I'm not super far behind that, but I, I don't have 2300. So that's not me. Yep. <laughs> not it. And you're oh. obviously gunning to be the first to print, right? You want that. I mean, I'm always gunning to be first yeah. to print and I've never been first to print. So it's like, you know, I say it because it's cool. Everybody, it would, to be first to print, you have to be really lucky in mm -hmm. terms of when you get the blueprint mm -hmm. and you have to have at least favorable 
RNG, you know, drop right. rates. Um, because sometimes you just get crap drop rates. Yeah. And sometimes you're on fire. So if you're the person that's on fire and you also got the blueprint and you're also hunting a lot, you know what I mean? So like, I don't mm -hmm. think that right now my, my drop rate's been great. Just like the seat of my pants meter is not yeah. impressed because yeah. I've opened them, you know, I mean, so right now, you know, right now I'm number one in the U S mm -hmm. and number four global. Right. And I'm guessing, and I may or may not be correct, but I'm guessing that the three people above me probably had sat and stacked some stuff so that they could get a jump on the leaderboard this month. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I don't, I didn't have that. So I didn't have, so me on the leaderboard, this is me hunting and this is me getting and printing the three blueprints that I got yeah. so far in the resources that I have. So you know what I mean? So what, what this tells me, the whole point of this is that my assessment is that in terms of vaults opened, I'm one of the top, at least 10, because some of these people could be that high, right. And open less vaults or open more vaults or haven't printed, right. There's, there's some variables in there yep. that you have to consider, yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day, I got a ballpark for where I'm at. Right. And if I've opened, you know, X amount of vaults and somebody that's opened way less has more shards, you can see who has the good RNG and who doesn't. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so to answer your question, yes, I'm gunning to be first to print. I never expect to, cause it's yeah. a crap shoot. It's absolutely yeah. crap shoot. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well then let's, let's jump to another thing that you're gunning for here. Okay. And that is coming out for sure. Very soon. The legendary. legendary. <laughs> um, yes. The leg, as I like to call it. That's the short um, form. Short form, right? Just capital L E G man. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the legendary. I'm so excited, man. I mean, I've yeah. been talking since I found out about it. I was like, of course I want to try for it. Right. Like, yeah. like anything in this game, nothing's guaranteed. You know, illusion weaver once asked me like, Hey, do you think that you're, how do you feel? Cause I was like battling, you know, and they have the back end, So they see all what's yeah. going on. Yeah, right. But they see the insight, this battle yeah. unfolding and it's getting towards the end of the month. And he's like, Hey, do you think that you have first place on lock? And I was like, never, yeah, <laughs> never do I feel like I have anything on lock. So that's right. how I approach everything. So, so as far as the legendary is concerned, yes, like many things in this game, uh, I'm gunning for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and like many things in this game as a very avid and accomplished player, um, I'm in the running. Yep. I'm not and, just gunning for it. It's not a pipe dream. It's not a, yeah. Hey, it would be cool if I could do this. It's like, this I'm coming to crush people yeah. that like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I just want it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm going yeah. doing everything I can to get it. Um, so it's a little bit different, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going for it. I think I have a good chance again. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what other people have at the end of the day. Right. Um, I think I have a very good chance of getting it. And if I don't get it, it you know, worst case scenario is I, all those keys that I tried to use to get it are crypto. and they come back and now I'm just flush with keys and can That's do cool stuff. You know, it's not a bad position to be in. Um, yep. I have no idea what the, what the, uh, what the thing's going to be though. I'm wondering, and you might have some insight or at least an opinion or a, some speculation of your own, <laughs> if you will. Um, is it going to be related to the elemental invasion? Is it going to be tied into the other four QBs somehow? Is it going to be completely separate? 
right? Because there's a, they could have gone multiple ways with that. I I think that uh, this is going to be something completely different than the yeah. elemental invasion. Right. That's just what my my original thought. I think it would be probably a pretty damn cool if yeah. it was part of the elemental invasion. Right. Um, I just don't think that that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, the thing that I'm very very excited for is the passive effect, right? The yeah. legendary oh. QB comes with a passive effect, yes. which essentially you know gives you a leg up. A leg, leg. <laughs> uh, on every other player in this game. Yeah. So, you know, that the fact that it has a passive buff, like, so, so cool, you know, an effect, if mm-hmm. you will, right? So, this, this buff, as they call it, is going to add something to the player who has it, right? Yeah. What that something is, we don't know. So, when you say it gives a leg up, you're very, it could. Right. But then so part of that, though, makes me wonder, do they give something that gives an advantage to somebody or is it something that gives you something that doesn't take away from anyone else? And and what I mean is this. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, I'm trying to imagine what it could be. Right. Right. All these hard. Yeah. All these things that could benefit. You're like, okay, um, like increased crypto is the first one that comes to mind. Right. Mm Five percent boost. Like. Right. So. If, if, if Bitcoin's at 50K and you get 200 sats, you're getting 210 sats, right? Yeah. Not a ton extra, but it's cool. And it's not something that's going to cost the developers a ton because it's only one person getting it. Mm-hmm. And if it's 10 sats at a time, like what, they get 30 extra cents a day. Congratulations for spending thousands of dollars worth of keys. It'll take you 10 years to recoup your value yeah. just with the buff, right? Yeah. So crypto would be cool and it wouldn't affect anybody. You wouldn't mm-hmm. like have an advantage. You'd just be getting something extra. Because the other thing that would be the flip side of that coin is I thought like, oh, it'd be really cool if it was like plus 10% resin. So if you get yep. a 500 bonus box, it's 550. Yeah. But then I was like, well, that translates to leaderboard points. Yeah. And if it's somebody who like to get the legendary, you obviously have to be one of the most prolific players. Then you're going to give a player who already opens more vaults than everybody. And you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I already have to somewhat battle with the stigma that like, because I'm the number one guy that there's some kind of built-in mechanisms from the game that give me an advantage. <laughs> yeah. So if there was an actual thing that gave a person advantage and oh, I got it, oh, that'd be bad. smoke starts coming out of people's ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, so. and, and I, do, I have a problem with that because. <laughs> well, like, hold on. don't tell me, <laughs> put it in the discord. Right. This, <laughs> there's a problem with that because this is going, this legendary blueprint is going on the auction house for $2,000 to start. To start. And none of you have that. <laughs> like there's, there's five players who are going to be in this running, maybe 10. I don't want to count anybody out. There could be some, some dark horses, but. I think that five is closer to the, Right. There you I go. think that five people can open the bid, and after yeah. five minutes, half of them are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where keys. Exactly. You know I mean? So, so I think that whoever gets this should, for sure. I think it should be. I think it should be amazing for them. And yeah, if it, right. It should be, and, yeah, it should be and if it does give them a leg up, I think they've. I think they've earned it over the over the past year of playing the game and accumulating keys yeah Um, for sure the way i look at it is that whoever gets it i hope because i know how disappointing it would be right if i were to get it right but again i'm not making any assumptions so whoever it is hopefully it's cool and it's like you're excited for it not like oh i just 
I just spent like my whole, you know what I mean? Like all my keys for this, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I hope, I hope that it's not disappointing. And especially if I don't get it, I'll feel bad knowing somebody else got something that was like, so if, yeah. it, if it's not cool, you know what I mean? But it's got to be cool. Like every, it's like, going to be cool. This game is never cool. disappointed for me. Exactly. Right. Like they, and, a change might be like, oh no. And it takes some time to adapt, but mm-hmm. nothing has been like, well, that's just unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think baseline cosmetically, it's going to oh, be, gotta be so cool. cool. It's going to oh, like some sort of, some sort of animation, like golden. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't know it's either, awesome. man. Like, it's got to be cool. The animations are awesome. Yeah. And it's going to be, yeah, I'm like looking at them right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we move on to something else that only yeah. a few, only a few players can do. Sure. Um, so an, another on. something else that only a few players can do. Yeah. Welcome to the, yeah. welcome to the elitist uh, yeah. blockchain gaming <laughs> podcast where only seven people can even do what we're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's nice. It's nice to get an insight on these things because eventually sure. lots of people are going to be able to do this. Yeah. But, you I know, mean, right. I guess only me and princess hyena can say been there, done that when it comes to yeah. the vault. Right. Yeah. And you beat me to it, but talking about the purple vault yeah obviously you've hit a purple vault and completed a purple vault and yeah. you're the first player to do that so why don't you just take us through like kind of what that experience was yeah. because i know that you know you took a trip for this i mean that's pretty bad that's pretty cool but yeah yeah so i guess all right noteworthy things about my purple vault experience mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. for one um like people get upset opening a green vault and getting a green vault question wrong and losing a yeah. dollar I've, excuse me, I'm one of those people. And if you've ever gotten like four wrong in a row, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like my, my iPhone is dangerously close to just being thrown (laughs) somewhere. Right. So the first and most obvious thing is like the overwhelming magnitude of this, of thousand dollars yay or nay okay yeah. here it is is it something is it what the hell is that ah, da, da. yeah right yeah. so so the like the um the enormity of opening a vault for a thousand bucks is real right so mm-hmm. i'm a pretty i'm, I'm a cool operator right mm-hmm. um I, i've done a lot of things in my life that are like kind of high stakes where you have to be focused right mm-hmm. you, like you can't be some anyways my point is that i don't sweat a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I was doing this, oh yeah, I was like, bleep, 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 bleep. you know what I mean? It was like I, I, I don't know if I've ever been that nervous in my life. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. it was, it was more than just a thousand bucks. It was like, yeah, it was. Thing I was trying to make this production for the community mm-hmm. to be like, yo, that event that they did was fun, but the purple mm-hmm. vault thing was the uh, the cherry, the icing on top, the cherry on top, right? So it was crazy. It was nerve wracking. I was trying to make a big production, and this was like when I just had the idea to stream, I was not, a, I mean, like, I don't even know if I can call myself a successful streamer now, but <laughs> I do a lot better than I did when I started. Yep. So there was that added element of it, of trying to like make it public mm-hmm. and it didn't work the way I wanted. And the other interesting thing I can add is that I, I have, so I'm not only the first person that opened one and completed one, but kinda I'm the only person who's had to experience or at least felt what it was to lose one and to win one yeah because i thought i got it wrong first and that's the video if you go to my youtube that you can watch yeah um but event but it was wrong and i got my key back and i did it again and i got the second one right so 
out of three purple vault questions that I've seen, I knew the answer to two offhand. Yeah. I knew 50, 50, what the one was that I did get right. It turned out, but thought I got wrong. So it was like, (laughs) just imagine like getting sucker punched. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. And you get all the wind knocked out of you. Yeah. But it's being filmed, so you like... In that moment, I was like, oh, and like through my phone. And that was real. That was my genuine reaction to thinking I got it wrong. And then in one second, I had to be like, you're filming this. The whole Coin Hunt World community deserves better. And I just like popped up and I'm like, okay, here's what's next, guys. It was so weird. It's so cool how it all happened. So like, it's super exciting and it's dope. And I hope someone else gets to do it. And as a matter of fact, I'll use this as an opportunity. So if you didn't see my uh twitch stream the other night true true boy was in there true boy is another mm-hmm. top player um i think he handed me you know one of my many defeats on the global leaderboards recently where he was yep. first and i was below him but anyhow um he's trying to get enough keys through the auction house selling stuff so he can craft the purple and make it to washington to to open and so i'm like dude team true boy man I'm, yeah. I'm trying to support him telling people hey buy you know buy those items and whatever else um I bet on one. I was out bet. I need something else to tr- true boy. That's a reminder. If you're watching this, send me an item. I need to buy it. Let's get you to Bellevue. Open that purple vault. Cause it's dope. It's, it's like a win for the community, regardless of who it is. You know, oh, I would have yeah. loved for somebody to be able to do it in Miami too, but um, the one or two people at the time who had the keys to go do it, didn't make that trip. Right. I almost did until I found out that it was like 700 bucks to get into the Bitcoin conference. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was like maybe next year. <laughs> Um, so obviously the purple vault questions are all coin hunt world related. Right. Um, so, um, thinking back to when you, you know, were about to open, you were about to slide this purple key into the purple vault. Were you like more or less, I know you were nervous, but were you confident that you would know? No, not at all. Huh? You Okay. So here's the thing, right? I don't know if I've ever publicly disclosed what I'm about to say. I didn't actually know. <laughs> I didn't actually know that the question for sure 
was going to be coin hunt world related. <laughs> right. I had people, there was Hawaiian hunters on the beach that I was like, can you guys help me Google this? Yeah. yeah and they're kind of like, he, does he know it's not going to be on Google? Yeah. And I, I like didn't even pick up on it until afterwards. And, and I was like, so when I, when you watch it, you see me pull it up and I read it and I'm like, where was the first one answered? And I say, Ooh, that's a discord answer. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's a community-based answer. So at the time, yeah. what you also don't see is I had a three-way call with two of my most trusted uh, friends and fellow hunters on the, the block boy line. team. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So that was my live ops team. Mm-hmm. on the internet at their computers on the phone call but also in the discord so that they could talk to the community so there's a point in that video too where like the, the local hawaiian hunters they're yelling at me because i'm like ah and they're like it's bellevue and i'm like yeah so I, they hear me talking but i'm talking to these guys so yeah. i'm i'm having them confirm because like you know there's always a chance that if a, a answer is crowdsourced that there's some joker that's like fart nuggets and they're like fart nuggets and you're like oh yeah Yeah, i'm gonna lock that in so i was like make sure that that's right before i say Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and they were like yeah bellevue and i was like no i'm talking to them so it was like kind of hectic and chaotic but i i had no idea i wanted to have all of my resources at my disposal right for sure people in the community talking to people watching at home people on google people right there at the beach because you know a thousand dollars on the line i had to have a lot of different you know but yeah it was uh I was like, I, I, I half knew, but it was kind of like the other night when I found out like, oh no, yellow vaults reset on Monday Yeah. Not a week after you hit them. I'm <laughs> like, I think I should have known that. Like, I'm almost certain that I read that, but whatever gets caught in the sponge gets caught in the sponge, man. You don't always get to choose. Oh, there's so, and there's so many things when it comes to this game where they're yeah. just like feeding us information. And like, if you don't soak it all up, then, yeah. you know, they, you could say something and you're like, what is that even real? It's like, exactly. yeah, that's been, that's been confirmed. That's why. Yeah. That's why sometimes I'm like, man, I, it's a double-edged sword or it's a mm-hmm. catch 22 rather um, going into the discord because it's like yeah. you either could get pulled into something really dumb sometimes mm-hmm. um, or you can spend a lot of time reading I shouldn't, that shouldn't be the first thing. That's not like what the first thing that happens, right? There's always a potential that you're going to get roped into a conversation where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the aha moment never comes, right? Like there's no nugget that you get after using your brain cells. Um, <laughs> or there's just so much information that like, it's too time consuming to try to sift through it all to see if there's something that you miss. That's why right. your podcast is awesome. Cause you yeah. summarize it every month or every yeah. week. Right. Very, very useful format, sir. I applaud you for that. Um, But yeah, it's like, you know, you don't, you can't always get it. And so, like you said, sometimes you hear something, you're like, is that a thing? You're like, yeah, (laughs) illusion weaver just said it. And you're like, what the, how did I not know? I'm always the last to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that moves along to the next purple vault that's happening. So there's a purple vault active and live right now. As we're, as we're talking, it is actually in Bellevue. It's in Bellevue, Washington, the location. So here's another segue back to my purple vault question. The first question was, where was the first vault answered? Mm -hmm. That's the reason that uh, Illusion Weaver said it was a historically relevant place near and dear to Coin Hunt World's heart because the third purple vault in Coin Hunt World history Mm -hmm. is where the first vault ever opened in Coin Hunt World history was located. That was a whole sentence. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So on that note, True guy, get it right. Who yeah. else can get it? I, I mean, I guess there's a possibility I could. Right. So that Possibly. that seg that segues me. Are you gonna try to go after this? I know this is only happening right for the next 
for four days or whatever it is. Yeah. So, so, um, so the purple vault exists for the entirety of the duration of the event. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be there through, you know, what is that? The 15th at UTC midnight or whatever. So 5 yeah. p.m. Um, could I get it? So I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Every time there's been a purple vault, one of the first things that I do are I sit down and, and go through the logistics of whether yeah. or not that's something that I can do. Um, cause not, it's always like, yeah, man, I want to go, you know what I mean? Of course I want to go do it. Like I almost, I was this close to going to Miami. Um, and as I was researching, cause that's one thing that's a little bit unfortunate sometimes with the timing of their announcements is that, you know, we don't know what the event is or exactly the details or where something's going to be until they tell us. Yeah. So it's like your flights are always a little bit more. So like that actually worked in my favor with, with Miami, because as I was doing some of the logistical stuff and looking at flights and looking at hotels and I'm looking at like the location of where the vault is, right. Because it's this Bitcoin conference. So the conference is at this conference hall. And I looked that up and I'm like, I don't actually know much about the Bitcoin conference. So I'm going to start reading about it. And I was like, oh, interesting. It was supposed to be in LA and because of the pandemic, it was moved to Miami. Right. That was interesting. But additionally got to the screen where it was like, oh, I'm thinking it's something like a Comic-Con, right? right. Where there's a cost for entry, but it's not like <laughs> exorbitant. These are so, Bitcoin guys, man. Yeah, they, so got, the, they got money. <laughs> it was not cheap. So I opted yeah. out of it. But the right. next year's Bitcoin conference, if you buy your tickets much earlier, yeah, you can get a good deal. Way cheaper. Yeah. So I might yeah. actually go to next year's Bitcoin conference, but um, we'll see. So then yeah. back to the Bellevue vault. Yeah. Could I get it? I could. Have I looked? Mm-hmm. Of course I've looked. Yeah. Um, when would I go? I can't tell you yet. No, it would be, <laughs> it would have to be towards the end. So basically right. what it would look like after, you know, looking at it from all the ankles that I could, um, having concurrent goals of get the legendary blueprint, and right. open the purple vault the legendary blueprint is the higher priority goal right right um but there are a couple scenarios that i could imagine that might allow me to do one or the other or even potentially both so for example if the auction for the legendary ends at least like you know one day prior to the end of event you could theoretically do you know a turn yeah. and burn and jump out there and get it and come yeah. back yeah. Right. But I couldn't really open it until after I knew whether, you know, how the outcome of the legendary uh, blueprint yeah. auction, auction went. Exactly. So one scenario would be like, maybe I get it and have enough keys left to get the purple also, which I think mm-hmm. is a very highly unlikely scenario, but okay. it's theoretically possible. Yep. Um, and then the other scenario is that, you know, as long as, again, it, it all, would need for the auction to end early enough to give me the time to travel. I, maybe I find out that I don't get it. All right. And All then right. I can go out and, and for sure get it. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, maybe it's a little contingency plan. I like it. I like yeah. it. And it'll test your coin hunt world knowledge again. Yeah. Which um, man, depend on the day. <laughs> hopefully they don't ask you when yellow vaults reset. <laughs> If they did, I would have gotten it wrong up until uh, <laughs> yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, right. Right Wednesday. on, right on. All right. Well, so you could possibly be getting the purple vault, but you know, legendary is taking priority. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. That exactly. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, so why don't we talk about kind of like leaderboards and what it's like to, um, like compete for leaderboards. I know from okay. personal experience that <laughs> it's not easy and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, well, maybe it is easy for the first week and then, you know, yeah, the, the, right. Any grinders first. Yeah. Yeah, the, the grinders, they, they tough it out and it gets grueling at the end there. And obviously you've been number one a few times. Um, yeah. This is for like monthly. So what what are some of like the toughest months you had? And what are some of your strategies to, you know, take that first place? So I don't look at any month as being tougher than any other because I feel like they're all hard well <laughs> right? i had i had smooshy on and he was saying that each month it gets harder i don't know i, I don't know because yeah. so here's the difference between i shouldn't i don't want to phrase it that way from my perspective right mm -hmm. having competed at a high level pretty much every month every month right? yeah. since they came out with leaderboards and that's another interesting thing in the, in the very beginning there wasn't yeah. and once they introduced that it it me as like a very competitive person it piqued my interest and i wanted to be like well how do i i want to be on the boards <laughs> yeah. right but um as a person who's competed you know since the leaderboards existed and have found myself high in the rankings almost every month i don't necessarily think it has gotten harder every month i think that more people are competing yeah. every month Mm -hmm. right so it's not like the ceiling keeps going higher it's that you know three people were in the musical chairs game and only one can sit in the chair and then there was five in the game yeah. and now there might be 10 so it's still only one person's gonna get it but if you're you know what i mean in the top mm -hmm. couple it doesn't feel different because you're down to the you know what i mean you're in yeah. the top so i don't know i don't necessarily feel like it's gotten harder i feel like one people understand the strategy required and the sacrifices required to reliably contest mm -hmm. on the global leaderboard. Mm -hmm. So if you're saving up your prints and you're saving up your resin and you're ready with a bunch of keys and you're going to double dip when you can, and you're going to crush it and you're going to go out and hunt every day. That's what it takes. Yeah. Um, but as far as like strategies, my strategy, I've always joked is all gas, no breaks. I don't mm -hmm. sandbag. I don't save blueprints. I literally assume, the minute I get enough resources to do a blueprint, I'll often deviate from my path and go to a print shop just to print it because I want For it sure. now. Um, resin, I, I, to a fault, I'm generous with my resin. And, and what yeah. I say, when, when I say to a fault, it's because, listen to this, this is so, I'm so upset. The, the most likely print that I could have been first to print was the pirate captain, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It ended up being mom loves you. Yeah, I was traveling. I actually had a, a member of my family passed. Um, so I was traveling for a funeral. So my focus wasn't on the game, but mm -hmm. I had the keys to get it could have done it. But you want to know why I couldn't print it? Because I was donating resin <laughs> to dozers in the oh, state no. that I was visiting. Oh, <laughs> and I didn't have enough to print. And I went wow. to the print shop and was like, oh, not very many days where like a top player doesn't have enough resin you know that's usually uh, the one thing you're just stocked on right well so no that's what i'm saying my what i'm saying is that i'm never stocked on resin wow. you know i have to deliberately well i can't say that mm -hmm. it all depends on this if you have a place to spend it then you don't you know like you're 
if you have an empty dozer on your path, if you have a crane yep. to fill, right, yep. anything like that, um, and you have a stack of resin, then you're choosing to, to save it, right? So you yeah. can do that. But me, I would almost, it would be the opposite. For example, if I didn't go downtown for a few days and I hadn't seen any new dozers that I hadn't already filled, that's when I would accumulate resin. Yes. And every time there's a new player and they drop four user vaults, <laughs> I'm like the Los Angeles Christmas or Santa Claus, because you might be like, hey, I, oh, I wonder how long it'll take these to fill. I've only got 2000 resin and they plop them out and I see them and I'm just yeah. and I'm yeah. just filling them. And then they come back the next day. Like to me, how cool of a feeling would it be if you're a brand new player and you're stoked to go drop your user vaults and you're like, yeah, they got approved. And then you get a message that like it's operational. You're like, what yeah. the hell? And so then you go see it and they're finished. You're like, yeah. 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 Um, or at least I, I think. No, well, that's a good point for beginner players. Like you should be dropping your user vaults. I think even if you yeah, drop, I made, I made this mistake where I made sure I had 10,000 resin would place a user or a flag down and then fill it myself, you know, but. So, my, I mean, my, that's a strategy, right? So it's a strategy. Look, the game illusion weaver says it, um, often. And I always repeat him because it really is applicable to almost everything that you come into, you know, everything you'll encounter in this game, decisions must be made. There's right? choices. Yeah. So choices must be made. Thank you. I think that's his actual quote. <laughs> I paraphrase him, make a decision, right? So choices must be made. So do you choose to maximize from one user vault, the number of leaderboard points that you will get by filling it? Right. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to maximize the vault density in your area as quickly as possible. So you place it and let anybody contribute to it and you mm -hmm. feed it as you get resin and hope that other people do too, right? Mm -hmm. So in one scenario, your user vault will be done a lot quicker, assuming there's other people local to contribute. Yeah. And then on the flip side, it takes longer for you to establish it, but you have a monopoly on the leaderboard points within that vault. Yeah. And I think new players don't really need to worry about the latter. Right. One million percent. My biggest advice to anybody is this go hunt until you have at least 10 blues and make a green. Yeah. And then any blues you get beyond that one green hunt with them. <laughs> but if all you do your first day is have one green key. Perfect. When you yeah. go home, build your HQ, then go out on hunt and do that again every day until you've unlocked all of your user vaults. And as you unlock your user vaults, place them as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're empty and, and also critical point place them away from existing ones so you're not <laughs> killing current vaults yeah your empty dozer because that happens sometimes and you're just like get on the discord you noob yeah. like ask somebody <laughs> yeah yeah i think um especially if you're in a place where you know there's not many user vaults you don't want to be you know sucking up the system vaults with, with yeah yeah that's just a, that's just a bad move right and, and even if it's like the most ultimately placed one where you're like, the placement's perfect. I just want that location. Isn't, you know, a hundred meters next to that location, also a dope location, if that's perfect. And not to mention, but if I see a system vault and then a user vault next to it, I'm not, I'm not going to the system vault. I'm going to the user vault for sure. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think so, that's some good alpha for beginner players. Um, just yeah. follow that to a T and you'll be all right. And that also goes hand in hand with you know if there's players who want to make a leaderboard push it's yeah. very it's very doable sure it's like you you don't anybody need, can do it absolutely you can make top 10 anybody can do it it just you know it takes planning 
-hmm. It takes a specific strategy and it takes, like I said, it takes sacrificing for probably several months Mm -hmm. to accumulate the necessary stuff to make it viable. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you could use the strategy and then only wait, you know, like if you try to do it every other month, you're not going to get high. But if you did it every third month, you're going to get even higher. If you did it mm-hmm. twice a year and you're like, dude, I'm going to be on the leaderboards twice a year. And for six months, you plot and you scrape and you save and whatever. You're obviously going to have a lot greater chance of finding yourself on the leaderboard than if you do it every single month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's hard. Well, it's hard. That, it's funny that you say that because the, 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 the month that I took it seriously, actually, it just kind of fell into place for me, right? I yeah. orig- I originally didn't print any of the QBs because I was so focused on getting my user vaults up. Nice. And so I I I I had all my blueprints saved. And then the, the I, I planned the month that I wanted to do it. And actually, like two or three days before that month started, I got a buddy quest with a referred person. Nice. So I was I was like, Double hold key. up. I was like, hold up. We're gonna do this on the first of the month. You know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that buddy quest leaderboard buddy points. I'm gonna get the referral leaderboards for points. the yeah, dude. Double All the key. QBs. And you know, I was up there. I was you know number one to three for the first week, and that felt that felt awesome. Felt awesome. It was enough. So did it satisfy your leaderboard <laughs> no. itch? Yeah. No, it didn't because I, I I ended up actually in a decent spot. I ended up in seventh, okay. which. I'm okay with, I yeah, wanted, yeah. No, I, I wanted top five originally when I was number one, cause I was like, Oh yeah, yeah I can do this. And then, you know, the big dogs come out to hunt <laughs> <laughs> and you start, you start, you know, bringing your expectations down a little bit. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. top 10 will be fine. And, you know, I'm also, I have a little bit of an advantage because, you know, I'm interviewing top players. Yeah. I'm you're getting, getting an a little inside bit. track on the tips. And the I am. Trade, I am. Man. So I'm trying to give that to other people as well. Um, yeah. Cause I know how much it helped me. Um, so yeah, that's just the, just great strategies all around and, and top players just drop their basic knowledge is like mind blowing to a beginner. Dude, there's so there's like some high level stuff too. <laughs> there is. You know what I mean? Like this game's complex for how it's very complex. It that's is. one of the reasons that I really love it is because it is a game where you strategize. You don't just like, you can play as casually as you want. Right. And not really put much thought into it. And the leaderboards isn't a consideration and you're just going for the crypto and maybe like some of the cosmetics you enjoy getting out. Maybe you play it socially with some friends. There's a lot going on in terms of like it can attract somebody who just plays it a little bit very casually or somebody like me who like I'm I think about a lot of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And just like a small example would be the average person who comes up to a sequence of keys and vaults probably only looks at it as a sequence, Mm -hmm. right? I look at it like two puzzle pieces where if I'm going this way and I'll probably eventually come back this way, Mm -hmm. it's like two layers of a zipper. I want the, I want to interlace them. Mm -hmm. Right. So that I can get everything in an efficient manner. I don't get anything linearly. No. Right. So that's something that like, People are going to be like, what? Just get what you come. You know what I mean? I understand that though. I'm like conscious of stuff as it comes. So I'm thinking if I get this key, will that jam me up for that vault? Should I wait? Should I get the vault first and then hit Mm -hmm. the key later? You know what I mean? This stuff. And it's like, oh, that key's on the other side of the road, but that's fine. I'm coming back three hours later. 
you know, exactly. I know, I yep. know I'm going to grab that. Don't worry yep. about that. Cause yeah. almost all of my loops have some amount of doubling back. And yeah. only when I don't double back, do I take the time to make sure that I'm stopping at every, everything. Cause you know, you can pass stuff like you said and come back and hit it later. Yeah. And that might be part of your strategy, right? Mm -hmm. You might find that if you are more selective or strategic in how you get the areas that you hunt, you might shave time off your hunt because mm -hmm. you make it more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That was a pretty good conversation <laughs> for sure. I think we touched all the topics that are just buzzing right now. Yeah. Um, I usually do a, like a player interview or like a questions portion. So do you yeah. just want to hop, hop into that? I'll, I'll sure. ask you a couple questions. Cool. I got then... a couple questions for you too, bud. Perfect. I was, <laughs> I was going to ask if, uh, if I, if I, if it was okay to open the floor for you to throw me a question. So yeah, for sure. All right. So the first couple questions, um, I usually ask everybody. Um, so I just want to keep it consistent. Um, so my first question is, well, I know the answer to this, but I would like yeah. other people to know the answer sure. to this as well is, um, like how, how do you hunt? Uh, um, so it's a pretty vague question, but yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. you could go a lot of ways with it. Right. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you a, a couple layers of how I hunt. Mm -hmm. So how I hunt is primarily in a, in a automobile. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously the main thing, if you play this game while drop or while in a car is that you have somebody that's responsibly driving so that you, you can focus on the game or whatever. Yeah. If you drive and go from A to B, then you know what I mean? The game should be played while you're stationary. Right. So yeah. be sensible, be careful, be safe. Having said all that, my preferred method, because I'm covering a massive geographic area yep. um, is by car or the block mobile. If you haven't yes. seen it, I got a great yes, electric car. Um, all decked out with coin hunt world logos and my QR referral code. Right. So it's like a mobile advertising platform for the coin hunt world game. It's and, sweet. and it's just fun. And people recognize me and like, you know, the other day I ran into another, another local hunter that, um, I had one, the first time I saw this particular guy, he was like, I don't want to say starstruck cause I'm not yeah. like a star by any means, but when he saw me, he was like one of those, like, no way moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just felt cool. I was like, Hey, yeah. you know? um, and I love it too, because when people see me, they're like, Oh, they, a lot of times they know who it is. Right. Cause block boy has the block mobile. Mm -hmm. But um, what I love about it is when I run into people, it's always a, uh, Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details a coin hunt world name introduction. So they're yeah. like, like block boy. They're like, I'm levitating moose or something. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's um, really cool. That's really funny that you say that because I used to be really big into um, competitive gaming and yeah. that's how like all gamers do that. Right. You have your tag that you go yep. by online and that's, that's just your name. That's your, that's your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your identity. Um, exactly. Uh, People will I, be like, so what's your real name? And I'm like, yeah forget block, it block boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all you need to know me by is block boy block boy um, that's the most important part there right so so i hunt by vehicle but i also mm -hmm. also do on foot um originally i started on foot mm -hmm. and um you know what's funny is like a popular way to hunt has been by bike and smooshy is one of the famous you know prolific bike hunters yeah 
Um, and I've always, my whole life, I've always loved bikes. I've ridden bikes, you know, pretty much my entire life. So even as an adult, mm-hmm. um, and that's the only way I haven't hunted yet. Cause I don't <laughs> it's, have it's a great, bike man. Right my last bike was stolen and I just haven't gotten a new one, ah. but I want, so that'll be something to come soon. So I've just recently started introducing into my immersive hunts, the ones where I walk in a park or do something cool or the Santa Monica pier, which will be my next one, which is really cool. If you've never been there, you know, it's famous cause it's got like the Ferris wheel at the end. It's right on ocean drive in Santa Monica. I actually um, have been there. Cool. So you'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was yeah. here. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's fun for everybody, whether you've been there or not, because mm-hmm. you're either seeing something new or it's like a throwback to when you were there. So that's the next one. But um, yeah, I hunt primarily by car and I guess, I don't know how I hunt savagely. Yeah. (laughs) Incessantly. I like that. That's the, that's the best answer I've had so far. Savagely. Savagely. (laughs) Right on. Um, So this one's a pretty good question for you. Um, And it's, it has to do with the speculation bit, right? Um, A coin hunt world players love speculation. So let me Mm -hmm. hit you with this. Um, what future updates are you most excited for? Not okay. this doesn't this doesn't have to be anything that's been confirmed, but right. it could also be like something that you think that is definitely that is going to be added or got you know, you. Yeah. Okay. So I guess something that I'm most excited about is like the incorporation or the you know the occasional inclusion of another coin, right? So another yeah. cryptocurrency. They did the Dogecoin thing, Dogecoin, if you will. <laughs> um there's a big debate right now. Which it's it. <laughs> um, so when they did that, it was really cool. It was just cool to collect something different. They talked about how, at least while they only have Uphold as a current export partner, that it's going to be limited to coins that they carry. So, you know, we know that one, they said that um, the dog is going to come back. And they said they're going to work with other ones. So I'm most interested to see not only which ones are included and hopefully sooner than later, but mm-hmm. also how that could potentially have implications on some new mechanics in the game. For example, mm-hmm. imagine a scenario where like, I'm just in, now I'm incorporating multiple things together that, that I've seen mentioned. So a mini game within the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So people have talked about how that would be cool. And I love games mm-hmm. that have mini games within them. So it's imagine totally a mini cool. game where the promotional coin is only offered through the mini game, right? Or you could even do something where, um, you could toggle between traditional crypto mode, which is Bitcoin and Ethereum alternating like it does currently, or you're going for the altcoin. Yeah. Right. So some yeah. people like just to diversify your crypto portfolio, it might be valuable to switch. Some people might be like, like they were with Doge. They were like, <laughs> I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> people are so funny. And, and they were like, here, take $2 worth. And yeah. people were like, really? You had to give us this? And, and, this is a cryptocurrency. These are not worthless. You yeah, know, for they, sure. They all have a value. The, the most ironic thing, and I actually think it's kind of a little bit of a, it's like, it's a little bit karmic. There was a lot of people that were like, not pissed, but not stoked that they were getting, even though it was $2 instead of $1 from a green vault, people yeah. were like, as soon as it was done, they're like, I immediately transferred it, sold it. Yeah. And then like a week later, it went gangbusters. <laughs> they were giving it to us when it was like three and a half cents, four yeah. cents a coin. Yeah. And it went all the way up to 70 cents. Yeah. So I had this chunk of doge from the game mm-hmm. that when it was transferred to me, the value, right, that it mm-hmm. was worth when I got it was now like 15 times more than it was. And I, and I didn't rub it into anybody, but I just wanted to be like, 
so all you guys that really hated getting this coin, like what yeah. are you thinking now when you hurry up and got rid of your 50 bucks and it could have been a new PS five. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I think that's, that's a really good idea. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are interested in seeing like the partnerships develop, especially with uh, different cryptocurrency teams, but um, right. I'm not sure where they are with that on the roadmap. I'm not sure if that's right. to come soon um, because I, I mean, I have to assume that they're trying to get these, these deals, you, right? You hope so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they, right. I, I hope, I hope you're doing that. Um, yeah. I imagine that part of it is like this. It's kind of like, I guess I think of it somewhat in terms of my approach to recruiting people. Mm -hmm. um, I still recruit people, but not hardcore because the game's not in a position where my efforts are going to be maximized right mm -hmm. my my endeavor might not be as fruitful as i'd like given the, the constraints of the game and i think that's the same thing that they're facing when they're dealing with the idea of getting token teams to invest mm -hmm. until the user base is large enough to where that is an, an enticing offer to these folks it's not going to be as easy to get them on board and you're therefore not going to want to spend as much effort trying to make that happen because yeah. you're not going to want to like burn a bridge or burn out a potential token team by really forcing their hand at coming on board with something that has not elevated to not only what we would hope is a guarantee, right? I, I can't guarantee, but I would say I guarantee you that there comes a point when this game is crazy, right? A million yeah. people using it. Um, and obviously also what, what would come with that would be much larger incentive for anybody to come on board or advertise or sponsor or partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think so. uh, there, there is a limiting window though, I think, um, because, you know, right now it's very popular for airdrops or token yeah. incentives where, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're throwing money at projects sure. yeah. just to get, just to gain more traction, but you know, right. that's not going to last forever. Right. Once traction, you know, takes off. For um, sure. So, you, you know, I, I think, I think obviously they can do business better than I can <laughs> or they know how to run their, their, well, their business, but so, you know, Bill, Bill started Bittrex and uh, clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> it's a very successful endeavor. Yeah. Right. To so say the least um, I, I give him a lot of faith and a lot of credit because they're yeah. definitely doing things at a high level. And um yeah. I mean, like, so when they were like, Hey, we'll pay you in keys to do these various things. And I'm like, well, yeah. shoot, one right on one of them's promoter. Like that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm, like, right I'm excited I'm for that boy, but you know, I got like t-shirts <laughs> with the game and people are yeah. constantly like, what's coin hunt world. I'm yeah. telling everybody, you know what I mean? Like I'm a walking advertisement for it pretty much anytime yeah. I'm out and about. And, uh, you know, I, I think that people are interested. People are really interested. Yeah. Right. And the more the game gains traction, I guarantee you these token teams are going to come. Yeah. They're going to, yeah, it's come. only a matter of time, right? Right. Cause the difference is this, right? If you go to Coinbase, everybody knows, Hey, Coinbase, well, not everybody Coinbase being the number one cryptocurrency exchange platform in the United States mm -hmm. is somewhat well-known, but mm -hmm. only amongst people who would need to know that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're buying, and trading or selling or holding or whatever cryptocurrency, that's when an exchange becomes relevant, right? Yeah. You might be vaguely familiar with the idea of cryptocurrency, 
and you might be a little bit interested, but that's a big step to just get into it like that. Yeah, right? for sure. So token teams who are like jumping on Coinbase to be like, hey, tell them about Anchor. You can earn yeah. some bucks, right? Yeah, their, their learn that. function, I think. Right, exactly. But it's that. only people who are already there. The right. game's a game changer because it's like anybody could play it, right? Everybody could play it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be in, you know, sign up for Coinbase, sign up for Uphold type person. Mm-hmm. But you could get there through the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a vessel. I think exactly. I think a, yeah. yeah, for sure. The vessel. So, so what, uh, what sort of improvements would you, would you say that coin hunt world would benefit from? Like what, what sort of improvements would you want to see implemented in, in the future? Okay. If any at all. Yeah, no, there's several, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm all for improvements and, and as yeah. much as like, I try to advocate for the game sometimes and people think that I'm like, I'm anti any criticism. It's like, I've tried the criticism <laughs> for the game. I just don't yeah. feel that, you know, I want to always air it. Like, is my opinion of something relevant to the whole yeah. community where I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some stuff I just keep to myself. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's kind of, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So I do have some that I would do for sure. Like one of them would be, there's gotta be more stats included, right? Mm, At the yeah. very least, there should be a stat page that tells me my by number and percentage vaults open by color mm-hmm. category, right? Too easy. Right. It's yeah. in the back end. You have the data, give it to us all time running list. And whether in and the cool thing is that once they do that, then they could create some notional leaderboards that you can make that are not reward based, but they're just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who has the highest all time uh, percent correct in yeah. each of the categories. That would be cool. Just yeah. a feather in your cap, not something that will cost them, but something that adds to the dynamic you know, gameplay. Um, so that's one stats Two would be, um, (laughs) it's probably never going to happen. Two would be just to speed up the animations like a tiny bit. Oh yeah. Cause I swear they got even slower. (laughs) I swear they got even slower. I was like, my, I have a friend who he's like, every time we talk, he's like, do these animations. And I'm like, man, it's just, it's so you can't just get them, get them, get them, get them. Yeah, like, I know, yeah. but man, it's like, how long does it take a box to, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I would speed that up a tiny bit. And then another one is something that they talked about, which probably will become a feature. It would be to make a mechanic where at the vault, I can choose to do a Twitter vault, Twitter picture. Mm-hmm. Right. But oh, it, right. It, the but option user yeah. generated, user initiated, not something that takes any additional time. Another menu you have to click on, yeah. therefore extending the whole sequence. Yeah, yeah. It should be something that you can say, hey, and choose to prolong that sequence and add a picture into it. Because yeah, there's I, so many cool pictures that I'm just missing. And not to mention, but they do have the weekly Twitter challenge. Right. And, yeah, exactly. you, you know, for this week, I, it's um statues i think it's statues so you know you have to you have to have a vault at a statue (laughs) exactly and it's got to have a and it's got to have a twitter box in it (laughs) well so and that's the other cool thing too is like i like the idea of allowing for the twitter picture right the in-game twitter option Mm -hmm. deviating from its original thing because it's it already has right so don't make it have to be right on the vault Mm -hmm. right because if i have you know like there's a lot of cool vistas or views or plazas or whatever you know if i'm at a corner and it's like it's at the red robin you're like red robin yum yeah. and then 20 feet down the road is like some dope graffiti yeah 
I want to just say, Ooh, I want to take a picture and then go look at this cool uh, street mural next mm-hmm. to yeah. the user vault at whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Make it a little bit more um, lenient. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. And I have, well, a fa- oh, okay, yeah. you got another one. No, what I want to know what you want to see. Cause you've talked to a large number of players mm-hmm. and some of them are game developers. So you've mm-hmm. probably got a lot of ideas yourself about what you'd like to see. Hmm. What do you got? Wow. Um, I'm I see. I've never been super good at the speculation side of things, <laughs> but um, hmm, what would I want? I think that um, starting the game, this is just off the top of my head, starting the game, playing how I played, I think is uh, like a lot of players can resonate with my story of how, um, you know, it's not, it's not easy for the first couple of weeks. It's a grind. Right. Um, and coming from a place where it was just me and another guy, but he only had one or two user vaults up, you know, it was tough. Right. And I was extremely struggling for blue keys and blue keys have still been a problem for me. And I think they're, you know, I'm, I'm out of blue keys during the elemental invasion. And, right. and, and like, this is a problem. So I think a great, a great implementation that they could come up with is, um, you know, the steps for keys or like a certain amount of tract, like it's a geolocation game, right? And they're, they're really advocating for health benefits to it. I think right. a great side of that would be rewarding players with for activity with, for activity. Exactly. Right. Um, now, obviously that would really benefit. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot um as an idea i really do like it it would just be hard i think to implement and that's not saying that it shouldn't be done Mm -hmm. i just think of it like you know that's dope but if you're not doing that locomotive motion that the phone can sense as traveling yeah if you're on a bike does it do it if you're on a bike where it's mounted to your handlebars (laughs) is that going to track what you know what i'm saying so yeah i love the idea i love the idea i'm totally into fitness and i think that that was one of the things that I thought was the coolest about this game is like, mm-hmm. I saw a use case where you could use it as an incentive to um, people t- to exercise, to get fit, right? especially in a time where paid to get fit, go on a bike ride, make money, go on a walk, a, make money. We're in a time right now where you should be being healthy. Like there's, <laughs> there's a virus out there, right? That yeah, I don't know if there was ever a time not to be healthy, but this, especially, yeah. right? Like you have a greater incentive than ever to live an active, healthy lifestyle. Exactly. And I think that, um, that it actually really helped me. And like, I'm going to be honest, I'm an extremely active person. Like I play college hoops. I, I play, oh, I bike. Snap. yeah, I play. All I, in. Oh, you know, I'm out here. Swish. Yeah. But, um, but and I bike a lot, like I do 30 K a day. Um, so I, I'm quite active, but I think that this game, especially in this time where we're all locked down and, and in Canada, especially, especially Ontario, yeah. where, you know, we haven't seen the outside in a couple months, <laughs> <laughs> this, this game really helped. And it, I'm glad yeah. I found it when I did. Yeah. Um, be, because it definitely gave me an excuse to just get out there and, and sure. start soaking up some sun like I normally do, but I wasn't doing because of right. because of what was going on in the world. Right. It's interesting how it had the effect of getting people out during the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the earliest days when there was nothing else to do, it was like, you know, a group of us would just go out. There was nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we yeah. can hang out here and look at each other or we can drive around and make some money while we do yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going to 
be BSing and just doing whatever the whole time anyways. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a, it was fun. Yeah. Um, Our, yeah, go. I do have a, a final question for okay. you. Um, so this one is a little bit off topic for coin hunt world, but definitely on brand for, uh, bl- the blockchain gaming podcast. Okay, cool. Um, so I want to just know if you have played other play to play to earn games, or like, if you're interested in other play to earn games, um, and I which am. ones, which ones those would be. Yeah, I am. Um, so as far as playing other play to earn games, I mm-hmm. don't really actively play any other ones. I think that mm-hmm. this one, so I've looked into some, right. I've looked into some, um, this is the best one, in my opinion. I think yeah. that magazine review was spot on when they said that this is the best one. Um, one of the other games, though, that I am interested in, and I and I usually put give like an alias for another game, but um, there is another one called Axie Infinity, mm-hmm. right? Which has um, some interesting elements, right? So, like that game isn't really my style because mm-hmm. it's one that you would sit at the PC and play. Yep. Um, but I like it because one, it's similar in some aspects to this game, right? Like they have an auction house, you can buy and sell and trade things. So anything that has an open and thriving market where you can not only earn by playing the game, but then further earn through those transactions through the auction house, those, that, that interests me tremendously in this game specifically because the volume that we're talking about now, this is a game that has a full robust global platform right yeah and, and almost to the detriment of what they're doing because it's growing so quickly <laughs> yeah. due to its popularity that they're just like coin hunt world did they're crushing their own servers yeah um but the hugest the main difference for this one for me is that the barrier to entry is substantial right whereas the barrier to entry for coin hunt world is non-existent right yeah. all you need is a phone and you can play and it doesn't the even have to be one, a good you phone. To, you have to have, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. got to be a decent phone. You got to have enough uh, crypto to buy a team because you need a team of three of these things to battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool because there's so much stuff and you can like breed them and sell them. And like, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to me. Um, it's also hard for me though, as I've done my due diligence in, in regards to that game, it's hard for me to think that like some of my, hard-earned crypto you know what i mean i'm gonna throw it into this instead of leaving you know what i mean it's like yeah i think i'm still gonna do it though. i just want to play it it's an investment yeah i just want to get them and like be like well you know maybe if i'm sitting and i'm bored of editing and i'm sitting my computer (laughs) jump on and do some stuff with that one who knows like this game to me is still way more fun and i wouldn't want to get super into a game that locked me in front of even though technically this game kind of did that (laughs) by what I'm doing, but like, I wouldn't want a a game that just sits me down. And like, now I become one of those, you know, people that like there's 30 empty soda bottles. Like, ah, you know, only playing the game. That's funny. What about you though? Do you play any other, uh, play to earn? Um, so I have looked at Axie. Um, I know quite a bit about what they're doing over there. I, I, I'm like you, I can't get over the fact that, you know, yeah. especially in the bull run, they're a thousand dollars a piece, you know? So I can't go, I can't get over that right now. Yeah. I know there's, I know there's some actually some good like um, programs within that game where you can actually like rent axes, which is very, very, very interesting. Um, right. But I have played another game called gods unchained, okay. which um, it's like a, 
card battler um which is kind of my style i've played those games before in the past and right. that that one's on um immutable x which is um i've heard of this on, one it's on ethereum and i don't really think their marketplace is all there yet right um but i'm definitely like still holding my eye on that one because right. i think that that one has some good potential i think Axie has some great i mean that one's already blown up yeah to- i mean their marketplace has already transacted like billions of dollars of ethereum <laughs> exactly billions I, I know it's it's pretty nuts so, and this this actually follow i have a follow-up question yeah. and that pertains right to it is where do you like do you where do you see play to earn games in the future is there a spot for these games absolutely i mean yeah. i think that I think it's obvious that there's uh, there's room for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their popularity is going to go crazy because, you know, I've mentioned this before. All games that I've ever played have always cost me both my time and my money. Yeah. I love the idea of only having to give my time. And I love it even more if all I give is my time and they give me money. Yeah. Right? So, like, <laughs> yeah. so some games you can play for free and they don't, you know, they don't require a monthly subscription or whatever mm-hmm. and some of them do and then mm-hmm. so it's weird like you have this full spectrum obviously i i look at things as being like when it comes to entertainment or hobbies or things that you willingly do often there comes with a cost right yeah. so you spend your free time doing what you want maybe you go hiking and it's free but a lot of the time you're spending your money to enjoy your time recreationally yeah so the idea that you can do something that's in enjoyable right and spend some of your recreational time to earn is really cool because like you know it's, it's almost like a side hustle for sure and you not know? to mention in developing countries that's a it's a job and a right. lucrative a lucrative job well, so it's, that. it's funny because the axie game like there are people from some of these you know more impoverished areas that like they're turning to that as an option for income for because sure. you can make more money than working a traditional job. So that's just crazy and shows you how broken our our financial system is, but (laughs) all the more reason to start adopting Bitcoin. Cause like, yo, spoiler alert, you can't print money forever. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you guys know inflation, we've seen this pan out. Like there are precautionary tales. All you have to do is look at history. So the the idea of something that accounts for that and is intentionally designed to not inflate and to keep its value, it's like, entire papers have been written on it and people are like what what huh yeah we don't know how to do this any other way it's like yeah. this, is, this is the future i'm and i'm pumped and i'm pumped to yeah. to explore it some more but For i sure. think that's i think that's gonna wrap it up i'm i think we've done an hour 40 um so that's that's pretty good pretty good yeah. chat there we we talked all about the elemental invasion all about yes. you know your strategies the legendary the purple yeah. vaults i think yeah. i hit all, i think we talked about all the very interesting topics that we had um, that being said, for people who are tuned into the live stream right now, stay yeah. st- stay around because we're gonna have a live Q and A. I don't know how long that's gonna last, but you know we'll entertain. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it by ear, see yeah. what kind of uh, what kind of questions we have to field, but um, it'll be <laughs> exactly. fun. Exactly. This is yeah. this has been great too. I don't know if you usually give your guests an opportunity to have like a hey, thanks for having me on type of thing, but for sure. Um, when I first saw your announcement, like, Hey, I'm this guy. Right. Yeah. And you kind of talked about what you wanted to do. And I was like, that's really cool. I actually, in my mind was hoping that somebody would kind of, you know, that's one of the neat things about these games is there's all, there's lots, there's like, there's room for other streamers. There's room for other podcasts. There's room for like, whatever somebody wants to create, if you want to make merch, like there is room for that, like do, do it. So in my mind, I was like, I hope somebody has a 
you know, like a podcast so that they can do player interviews and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. But anyways, I just want to say thank you for having me on and also for, you know, basically like figuring out collaborating with me enough to where we could figure out a cool time yeah. and format to do it. Right. So this is yeah. new for your show. This is the first time that I'm doing one-on-one -on -one interaction or hosting anything yeah. else. So I think, I think we came up with a cool mashup and uh, I wish you nothing but the best in all of your future casts. And maybe, you know, we do a version two at some point in the future. 100%. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Peace. See ya. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.